Euro 2020-21 on the Soccer Gambling Podcast, simulcasting on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, is presented by Winbet. Get started today and you'll get a risk-free bet up to $500. Terms and conditions apply. Get the details at wynnbet.com and download the app today. We're also brought to you by Roman. Roman is a straightforward way to take care of your erectile dysfunction. Just go to getroman.com slash SGP to get $15 off your first month of treatment. That's getroman.com slash SGP. Also brought to you by PropSwap. PropSwap is America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit and receive up to $500 in bonus cash. That's PropSwap.com and the promo code SGP. Finally, we're also brought to you by the SGPN app. Our app is now live in the App Store and the Google Play Store. The SGPN app gives you easy access to our picks, podcasts, and it's the exclusive place to enter all our contests, including our $1,000 NBA Finals free roll. Just enter SGPN in the App Store or the Google Play Store today. Hey guys, you are listening to your first of six group stage podcasts here that will be covering the group stage matches for Euro 2020. I am Billy. I am the host of the Soccer Gambling Podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at SGP Soccer. That's at SGP Soccer. Also, check out my website, lockbetting.com where I have delivered my clients 96 months in a row of transparent track profit. That's eight years of profit and we've won every single month. So why wouldn't we make it 97? This is an unbelievable month to sign up. NBA playoffs are in progress. We have two tennis grand slams, NHL, MLB, UFC, boxing, and of course, Euro 2020. All of my futures have now been posted. So you still have an opportunity to get in on all of those futures plays and we have plenty of them and you can get in on the action every day as we break down the matches here and make the official plays over at lockbetting.com lockbetting.com will be the will also be the exclusive place where we are covering the copper america there'll be a podcast every single day called international daily where we will recap euro 2020 and cover the copper america exclusively over at lockbetting.com here we will be doing a future show for the copper america and then we'll be covering the latest stages and as for euro 2020 there will be a podcast Podcast every two days covering six games at a time and we have six games to cover here today beginning with the opening ceremony where Italy and Turkey will open up the tournament on Friday for Euro 2020. So obviously we're going to begin with that game. Before we do just let me remind you I did future shows for every single group. I did an outright future show to begin with and then I did all of the six groups. So you have seven future shows with free locks on all of them. So if you like free plays and like winning money, 
go back and listen to those shows because Group A is obviously covered there and you can see who I like to win this group and how I think this group will play out. And as I said, I covered every single group that is here on the Soccer Gambling Podcast and also on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. These podcasts were simulcast across both feeds to make sure people didn't miss them because a lot of effort went into them. We did cover every single group extensively and there is some very, very important data and information on there to bet for the rest of the tournament. But I'm going to do the shows here anyway, breaking down all of these individual matches because things can change as the tournament goes on. We could look at teams being in a certain position going in and then maybe uh, one or two games in, things could completely change due to upsets, due to teams being really, really comfortable, underperforming, overperforming. Loads of things can happen here, loads of variables. So we'll be keeping the podcast coming here every two days and breaking down these matches, six matches at a time. So here we are, Turkey versus Italy, where Italy are the 8-15 to favourites to win this game here on the money line. It's 3-1 to here on the draw and it's 13-2 to here on Turkey. Initially, when I was looking at this game and really this entire group, I was very heavily focused on the unders. You have some very good defensive teams here. Now, Italy over the past 40, 50 years have gone into all of the tournaments with a defensive mindset to shut teams down, having excellent, excellent, excellent defenders. We're looking at the likes of Chiellini, who's still there, Benucci, dating all the way back to Franco Franco Briese and uh, Paolo Maldini. So they've always, always had quality defenders and they do have the old guard installed here at centre-back but the other teams are more defensive than them. Italy have changed here under Mancini and have become an attacking team with attacking fullbacks and attacking wingers and they have scored a lot of goals and they are the informed team across Europe coming into this competition. Italy have been unbelievable under Mancini but they come up here against defensive walls and despite the fact um, I do fancy Italy, particularly because they will be playing all of their games in Italy and I do think they'll win this group. I do think they'll have difficulty breaking some of these teams down. You're coming up here against a Turkey team who are on a really good run of form and only conceded three goals in qualifying. But looking at the way that Chelsea got rid of the Czech Republic in the friendly in midweek, beating them by four goals to nil, I think it's very difficult to stand in front of che- uh, almost said Chelsea, in front of Italy here, as I do think they'll find a way to break breakthrough and penetrate. Now, we're talking a lot here about Turkey's defence, but they have lost just one of their last 13 games, and that includes some stunning results. They have beaten France in qualifying, and the the cherry on the cake has to be that 4-2 win against the Netherlands, where um, Lille's Yilmaz bagged a hat-trick. So he's going to be a dangerous player in this tournament. So Italy have to be a little bit careful, because this Turkey team do have attacking options. But I think in this particular game, Turkey will be coming here for the point, and we may see a lot of that in the group stages, as third place does get you through in four of the six groups. But as I said earlier, I do think Italy will break through. They are in unbelievable form. They've got eight wins in a row for Roberto Mancini here and they extended their unbeaten record to 27 games after dismantling the Czech Republic by four goals to nil. As I've mentioned, they have won eight in a row coming into this and they have scored at least twice in every one of those matches. They've won their last five competitive matches exactly by a 2-0 scoreline, whereas this Turkey team have conceded two or more in six of their last 10 matches. So despite being a solid defence in qualifying, they have been susceptible to conceding goals as of late. But I think competitive football is a little bit different and they will have their defensive hat switched on here. A particular player that I've circled here is Chiro Immobile. I think he'll be one of the top scorers in this tournament and he has scored in three of his last four appearances here for the Azuri. I 
I think that they will find a way through here against Turkey. I think we may see a bit of a dull first half to open up this tournament, of course. But then I think eventually Italy will shine through and their class will shine through. And this could probably be another 2-0 win to add to that string of 2-0 wins that they've had in their competitive games here as of late. So I'm going to take Italy to win here. I like them here on the money line, but I also like tacking on the under four and a half goals. I don't think this one gets to five. I think Turkey make themselves difficult to beat. They'll try and win this game on the counter-attack, but Italy on that unbelievable run will make it nine in a row and start this competition in Rome with a win on their home turf in the opener here on Friday. Up next, we move on to Saturday where we have Wales and Switzerland playing at 2pm UK time. Wales are the 14 to 5 underdogs here. It's 2 to 1 on the draw and the Swiss are available to win this game here at 5 to 4. I think this is going to be a very difficult tournament for Wales. I think they could potentially finish bottom here of this group. They come into this tournament having lost 3-0 to France and a disappointing 0-0 draw with Albania in their warm-up games. This Wales team, despite having Gareth Bale and Aaron Ramsey and Daniel James, they do find it difficult to score goals. They are a bit of a defensive team, but they're coming up in a in a higher level of class here against these teams and they could very easily finish bottom because I can make a very, very good case for why Switzerland and why Turkey get out of this group but I cannot say too much for Wales therefore for me Switzerland are an automatic play here on the money line they have won each of their last five matches yes Italy should win this group but um, we, with Ryan Giggs taking a leave of absence from the Welsh side due to an ongoing court case, Robert Page has stepped in here to lead this team in the summer. And that automatically is going to lower expectations. That is going to be a big distraction. And it's very, very difficult for me to, to pick a game here that Wales are going to win, let alone get anything from. So I think they start with a loss. Switzerland on the money line, real simple play for me. Real good value here at 5-4 to four in this one. Up next, we move on to the five o'clock kickoff on Saturday. That's UK time and that's 12 p.m. East, 12 p.m. East. So five hour difference there. Um, it's Denmark versus Finland where Denmark are the one to two favourites. It's three to one on the draw and it's 15 to two here on Finland. Interesting one here because um, Denmark, for me, are going to be a strong team in this tournament. I think they could potentially challenge Belgium to win this group, largely because... Um, they have home advantage throughout the entire group stage of all these games being played in Copenhagen. So Denmark with that home advantage, you would expect them to pick up a couple of wins here and sail through to the next round. I like the Danes here to start with a convincing win against the Finns, who are the weakest team in the group. Finland are really going to struggle. They don't have any home games here. Denmark and Russia, who are the second and third best teams in the group, get to play their games at home. Three home games for Denmark, two home games for Russia. Belgium are the number one side in the world, so they should be able to overcome it. And I have no hope here for the Finns. I think Denmark start with an impressive performance. I like Denmark over one and a half team goals here, which is available at 10 to 11. They have scored at least twice in nine of the last 11 international but I also like them to keep a clean sheet and win to nil. That's available here at Plus Money with the hosts keeping a clean sheet in five of their last six home games. So Denmark with a clean sheet, Denmark over one and a half team goals or just Denmark on the money line could be a play that you add to another play here to make a parlay from this game. But all in all, I think Denmark start with a comfortable win and they will progress from this group utilising their home advantage in this tournament. Up next, the final game on Saturday, we get to take a look at Belgium as they travel to Russia as the 3-4 to favourite. It's 11-4 to draw and it's 4-1 to on Russia. 
tough group here for Belgium because they have to go to Russia and they have to go to Denmark. So they're on the road all of the time. But they are the number one team in the world. I don't think they are actually the number one team in the world in terms of the talent that they have. Um, they're a very, very um, suspect in defence with ageing defenders that I talked about on the podcast and problems with Eden Hazard and Kevin De Bruyne coming into the tournament. Well, Hazard, Eden Hazard has had problems for years. So he's not the same player and I don't think this is going to be the same team. But I do think they'll comfortably qualify from this group despite having the disadvantages of having to travel the whole time. They are coming up against familiar opponents that they've beaten. They've beaten the Danes in the Nations League and Belgium have won home and away against Russia in qualifying for this very tournament. So they're able to go to Russia and win even though it's a hostile atmosphere I don't see Russia getting anything from this game and Belgium have also won seven of the last nine games I mean all they've done since the 2018 World Cup is one game so it's difficult to fire criticisms at them yes for Tongan's got older Alderweireld is not as good as he is he, Eden Hazard is a fading force Kevin De Bruyne is coming in here with a face injury and he's had injuries through the season but Romelu Lukaku for me is one of the top attackers in this tournament. He's going to score goals. He's going to carry this team the same way that he carried into Milan. And uh, yes, whereas the team isn't as good as it was and the golden generation might be passing by and Roberto Martinez might not be a great manager, in my opinion, I still think that they'll sell through this group and Belgium's challenges will really begin at the quarterfinal, semi-final stage. I don't think they'll win it, but they'll still have a good tournament and they will get out of this group. And I do think they'll beat Russia here. And it's a real simple play. Belgium on the money line for me. I think it offers value at three to four. And that's what I'll be going with here in this game on Saturday night. Up next, we move on to Sunday afternoon where England will begin their tournament. This is going to be a 9am kickoff in the East, 2pm here in the UK where England are the 4-6 to favourites to beat Croatia, the team that knocked them out of the last World Cup. It's 13-5 to on the draw and it's 19-4 to on Croatia. I don't want to sound like a broken record and reiterate a whole bunch of the points that I made when I was covering the um, the Group D podcast that was looking at the England-Croatia group. I did highlight there that there are benefits to finishing second in the group because you avoid the team that finishes second in Group F in your next match. So I don't necessarily think that England will be coming out here to lose to Croatia on purpose. Of course not. But um, I, I don't think that a draw is really a bad result for either team. And I don't think second place is bad for either team either seeing as it gives you a, a, a game against a second place team in another group as opposed to paying somebody here from the group of death you would think England win this game on form they have won 15 of their 17 home games since their World Cup exit three years ago whereas Croatia have lost four of their last six away games Harry Kane comes to the, comes into this red hot form for England he has scored in all eight of England's Euro 2020 qualifiers scoring 12 times in total I have a play on him for my lockbetting.com clients if you want to upgrade to um, the soccer package over at lockbetting.com and get all of my official futures plays throughout this tournament but in this particular game I'm a little bit worried about England going in they're one of the teams that didn't play or, pra- or, or they didn't play their full team in any of the friendly games so they have no real good preparation here there's lots of debates about formations there's lots of debates about personnel one of the things I mentioned is that there's a market where you can pick the England team and the market starts at 14 to 1 going into a major tournament that should be around about 2 to 1 3 to 1 we should have a very very good idea about 9 10 players who are playing here but we don't most people on the street can only name 5 or 6 and that's because Gareth Southgate has been very very inconsistent with picking his team we don't know if we're going Sterling Rashford we don't know if we're going Foden Grealish we don't know if we're going in any other combination of the of those of those players we don't know if we've got three at the back four at the back 
back. We we don't know really what we're doing. I'm sure Southgate does, and I'm sure that the um the the team will be able to get through this group relatively comfortably. Whether they'll win it or not, I'm not too sure. Whether they want to win it or not, I'm not too sure. In this particular game, I do think it will be a bit of a cagey affair. Third place gets you through, therefore lo- not losing games is very very important. So a draw and a win will be enough. I think either of these teams will be happy with the draw, and England are notoriously poor starters in tournaments anyway. So there is value here for me on the draw. If you want to err on the side of caution, take Croatia plus one here and that's available at four to six. Now that's not Croatia on the double chance market because that would be Croatia plus 0.5 on the Asian handicap line. This is plus one. This means England can actually win this game and as long as they win it by one goal, you get your money back. So I put you in a position there where you can't lose money and if Croatia do end up getting the draw, even winning this game, as long as they avoid a defeat, you are cashing here with that play, taking Croatia plus one there. I think that's what I'm going to go with. I'm not really thrilled with England's preparation going into this. We also have political issues with the Black Lives Matter taking the knee stuff that's going on as well that's causing a massive disruption between fans and players and even fans and fans amongst themselves. So Croatia plus one here at four to six will be my play here for England's opening game of the tournament on Sunday. The final game we're going to look at here is the Austria versus North Macedonia game. Not the most interesting of games for most people, but it's interesting for us because we have some futures action on that group. The next podcast will begin with the 8 o'clock kickoff on Sunday between the Netherlands and Ukraine. So I am spacing this out at six games per co- podcast because it works out perfectly. Austria available at four to six to win this game. It's five to two on the draw and it's 19 to four here on North Macedonia. Everybody will want to beat North Macedonia here in this group. That may be easier said than done. This will be a team that will put up some resistance. And I do think they may even be able to score here in this game. This North Macedonia team have come into this having scored 14 goals in five games in 2021. And both teams scored in both clashes between these two teams who are familiar with each other in Euro 2020 qualifying. So it's not a case of uh, Austria just automatically just blowing this team away. I think if they want to go through in this group and if they definitely want to, if they definitely need to go through as a third place team, if they have some kind of negative result against the Netherlands and then another negative result against Ukraine. It's very, very important here to beat North Macedonia. And if you don't beat North Macedonia, this could be one of the groups where a third place team don't go through. So for example, if um, Austria and Ukraine end up drawing with each other and uh, one of them beats North Macedonia and one of them draws to North Macedonia, they're only on two points. Or if they lose to one another and then draw Macedonia, they're only on one point. And one point certainly going to not be certainly not going to be enough to take you places take you through as a third place team. So I like Austria here on the money line to get it done. I think that's imperative to some of our futures, not big ones, uh, just a very small lean on Austria to get through to the next round of the competition here and being the second best team in this group. But in this particular game, I do think both teams will be able to find a net and you're getting massive massive odds on that big plus money odds here at six to four for both teams to score don't understand why you're getting that when North Macedonia have got a good scoring record yes they're one of the worst teams in the tournament yes they're lucky to be here but there's there's um, knowing that fact and there's pure disrespect and scoring 14 goals in five games and being six to four in a both teams to score market is disrespect here in my opinion and that's what we'll be going for in this game 
So that concludes your first lot of group stage games. I'll be back, as I said, beginning with the Holland-Ukraine game. That podcast will be available for you early on Sunday or late on Saturday. So make sure that you check that out and make sure you check out all of those future shows. There is a lock on every single future show, which is why we're not doing one here. I've already given you seven and I think seven is fair enough so far for the tournament to get all the rest of my plays. Head over to lockbetting.com. That's it for me. Good luck with all your bets as always. And thanks for listening.